Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Good day, everybody. Did you know Big Brother is watching you? Now, that's a quote from George Orwell and the popular book, 1984. I'm sure many of you have read it. Maybe some of you haven't. It's not necessarily a pleasant novel, but it's appropriate for the topic today. And uh, I'm conflicted on it. In some ways, I think this is a good idea. In some ways, I think this is a bad idea. And I'm going to try and be as unbiased as I can in this. But uh, I want to share the information with you because um, I posted this on LinkedIn and Facebook, actually, uh, last week. And it it took off. It kind of went viral. And um, I've actually since had a bunch of conversations with our elected officials about this. And it's very interesting. So what am I talking about? Well, Big Brother is watching you. There's these new devices that are getting put up all over. And you may have noticed them in your neighborhoods or on your streets in a subdivision near you, coming to you. It's called a flock camera. Flock is in flock of birds. And they're putting these things up. They're AI-powered cameras. And what they are doing is tracking vehicles, license plates, and seeing where you're going to and from. It's kind of creepy, isn't it? I think. kind of is. How I noticed this was actually one popped up right in front of my office building. And I said, hmm, that's curious. Now, if you haven't seen these, what they are is it's a black camera that's pointed at the street, um, so up and down a street. And there's usually like a solar panel on top of it, okay? And what these things do is they can scan every single vehicle that comes up and down the street. But it doesn't just do that. It will look at the vehicle. It'll look at the make and model, the color. And it will also look for distinguishing features as well as read the license plate. It can do all that in just a brief second. And it just logs that information. Now, that might seem innocuous, right? I mean, after all, we've had traffic cameras at intersections for a long time. That's not a big deal, right? I mean, sometimes that does help when there's an accident. Uh, you know, people are monitoring those and go, okay, hey, we got to send a dispatch out. We had an accident. It might save somebody's life. That's a good thing, right? But why do we need them on just regular old streets? So I did some research on this because I'm you know, pretty interested. And again, this is literally close to home. It's like I can almost throw a stone at the one uh, you know, outside of my office. It was very obvious that I saw this thing. And I was like, this is unique. What is this? So let's go over the positives first, right? This should help with crime. This helps you know, police monitor, and and if they're looking for a particular vehicle, they can go into the system and they can add the vehicle in in the description. And if the said vehicle, let's say it's stolen, for example, you have your car stolen, right? That would suck. That's terrible. Okay. So car stolen, the criminal starts driving down the road with it and it gets reported. It gets added into the system. And let's just say you have a, um, Gray Ford F-150, well, there's probably a million of those, right? But you have a custom license plate that says builder on it, we'll just say. And you happen to have a dent on the uh, 
the left side of the tailgate, um, a big dent in it, yeah, it'll be able to find that. So all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of gray F-150s go down the road. It'll be like, be looking for it. And all of a sudden, nope, doesn't have the dent. It doesn't have the license plate. And all of a sudden, the dent and the license plate pop up, bing, 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 sends an alert out. The police know which direction you're headed, what street you're on. And if there's multiples of these in the area, they can kind of pinpoint your location and send a squad and hopefully find the vehicle. That's wonderful. That's great. That would be a good thing. But here's the other kind of darker side of this, right? They're tracking actively every car that goes up and down the street. Okay. So some will say that's an invasion of privacy. I mean, do you did you consent to be tracked everywhere? Now, some people will say, of course, that if you're in public, that uh, you're already uh, allowing yourself to be tracked, and and uh, I guess you could, you know, have an argument either way. This is where we start getting into the 1984 references, but uh, um, you know, this is an AI powered camera, so it's literally coordinating with all sorts of other of these cameras on a network, and they can start to easily track things, like they can figure out. Uh, it, they can monitor your driving habits. They can determine what places you go to, where you're shopping, when you come, when you go, um, how you drive. That's a little creepy. And it's like the question becomes, you know, again, I'm good with law enforcement. I want to support the law enforcement, but I'm kind of concerned about the privacy aspect of this, right? And here's the deal. There was already an officer that was busted for using this system. He put in his wife's vehicle information, came home one day and said, where were you at 10 o'clock in the morning? And she says, what do you mean? He's like, you were over here. And she's like, how did you know that? He's like, I just know. And they started to determine that he used this system to spy on her because he thought she was cheating on him. Now, of course, the police would have access to this, right? But who else is getting access to this? And there's a lot of data this thing is collecting over a period of time. And as you know, big tech loves their data. They love to get that data. And of course, that data has value. And that means they can sell that data to anybody and everybody. And I would think there would be quite a few people who would want that data, right? I mean, think about the if you were a company or an insurance company, wouldn't you love that data? You could track all your customers and see if they're actually driving the speed limit or not. Maybe change their rates on them and they wouldn't even know kind of crazy or you could um you could track vehicles as far as okay hey i know that at certain times of the day this person always goes here and here i'm going to serve him up ads so that when he's thinking about going to lunch you know i'll serve him an ad up a half an hour before he goes to lunch so he goes to lunch at my restaurant maybe innocent maybe not but your expectation of privacy is quickly declining with this so that's sort of the interesting beginning of this. Now, here in, in where I live here in Wisconsin, the city of Milwaukee already has 219 of these installed. <laughs> That's a lot. 219. So they're putting them in all the major you know, arteries uh, throughout the city. Now, I get it. Now, car theft and, and vehicular crimes in Milwaukee is off the charts. But it's not off the charts because they aren't tracking it. It's off the charts because they're not prosecuting it. And that's a whole other thing. It's like you can put up a thousand of these cameras and track everybody to your heart's content. But when somebody actually commits a crime and you're letting them off the hook, that's a whole different issue. And that's why these crimes keep happening. You can put all the cameras you want up, but if they bust you and they let you go, 
the criminals are going to keep doing it. And that was one of my contentions with this is why spend the money on all these cameras when you're not doing anything with it in the first place. Uh, Waukesha, where I live, they already have 28 of these installed and they're planning on more. And they have a few more in the queue. Now, what's interesting with these cameras as well is as doing the research is they don't buy these cameras. They lease them. So your municipality, and this is why this comes into the building aspect of it, besides the fact that you're going to see it on roadways and different things and possibly even in a subdivision near you someday. But that's part of your tax dollars. So you have to, uh, the municipality has to lease these from the, the manufacturer, the flock company, and they have to pay somewhere between $2,000 and $3,000 a year to lease it. They don't ever own it. So that means that's a reoccurring cost every single year for each camera. Kind of expensive, if you ask me. But good on the manufacturer, right? They found a way to you know, take something that probably cost them a couple hundred bucks and turn it into uh, residual income for years and years. So that's kind of interesting. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. So we'll put the poll on this uh, podcast for sure. I'd love to hear if you think this is a good idea, if you think it's a bad idea, or you're just not sure. Um, again, I love, I back the blue, I support the police. I want them to be able to catch the criminals. I never want to have my vehicle stolen. Um, I want crime to be reduced. That's all good stuff. I think everybody wants that. But I also don't want to be completely surveilled. Not that I'm doing anything nefarious, but... I don't like the fact that every single time I leave my office building, I'm getting a snapshot uh, from the camera right in front of my building. It's watching every single thing I do and every which way I go. And uh, my question is, and maybe I'd feel more comfortable about this if I knew who had access to the data, what's being done with it, where is it going, what are their privacy policies, and all of that. Now, since, as I mentioned, I post this on LinkedIn and it created quite a bit of discussion, I also post on Facebook. And a lot of people were pretty upset by this, quite honestly. Um, since that time, some things have happened, which are interesting. Uh, for example, I ran into, um, uh, he's actually, his name is Adam Nalen, and he um, creates the administrative rules uh, for Wisconsin. He's on the Wisconsin um, State Senate, or Assembly, I'm sorry, he's on the Assembly. And... He was at an event and he was talking about drones and surveillance and AI. And I said, hey, do you know about these flock cameras? And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, we have to have a conversation, sir. And so I, I did have a conversation with him after the event. And he's like, I definitely want to look into this uh, because this is literally stuff I'm writing rules on for other devices. And so I might have hopefully um, – made some change here, some positive change, and getting some awareness on this uh, with our legislature, which is great. Um, I also ran into our county executive who was somewhat familiar with it at the same event, and he said, yeah, you know, uh, we want to help the police out and that kind of thing. Um, and I kind of asked him about the um, surveillance aspect of it and things, and he didn't seem to have a lot of information on that and um, certainly understands there's some concerns there. Uh, and then... I got uh, contacted actually um, by my alderman said, hey, I want to have you come down to the police department and check these out and we'll have you meet with the police. They can go over everything with you. So uh, I took a, took them up on that. I'm actually meeting them today to do that. So certainly if there's some groundbreaking information, we'll, we'll add that in a new podcast, but I'm very curious about it. I'm very thankful that they're allowing me to come in and uh, check out the system, learn a little bit about it. 
um, and hopefully um, get some assurances that uh, you know it's it's not nefarious and there's very good protections on it. And if that's the case, um, great. But I think it's important for us as citizens, for me as a podcaster, to share information with you. This is why you tune into these things. And certainly for me, um, I'm very excited to learn about this. And hopefully, um, I think we all need to keep our eyes open and watch these things. Because, uh, you know, if you, if you have read the book 1984, which I did as, as a young man, um, a lot of those things in that book, <laughs> I hate to say it, are kind of coming true. I mean, you know, the main character's name is Winston, of course, and uh, um, he uh, has a, his job. He works for the ministry. This is over in London, of course, and um, they're trying to rewrite history, and his job is to erase history. Now, we've seen that already a little bit in our society, but we've also seen um, when they talk about Big Brother is watching you. And there's a quote in the, the movie um, I'll, I'll read it. It's from George Orwell who wrote the book. It says, by comparison with that existing today, all the tyrannies of the past were half-hearted and inefficient. Part of the reason for this was that in the past, no government had the power to keep its citizens under constant surveillance. The invention of print, however, made it easier to manipulate public opinion, and then film and radio carried the process further. George Orwell. And now we have these cameras that it can track us. And they were already monitoring uh, Winston Smith um, during the, the book. And what they're trying to do is get rid of thought crimes. And they had a ministry of truth. Now, if you look in the news, there was actually at one point, our government tried to create a ministry of truth. There was so much blowback, it was shut down. But they want to try and stop crimes before they happen and stop thought crimes. That's where we start getting an invasion of privacy. Now, this may or may not happen, but uh, this is certainly a, a tool that's if it if it's abused or used improperly could very well result in that. And I think that's a good stark warning to anybody that's out there. Like, hey, you know, look into this. So that's what I'm doing, looking into it. Again, I want to help our police. I want to support our police. But it's it it's kind of funny to me, like in 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 my neighboring municipality, that they're doubling and tripling down on these things, but then they're not actually busting people for the crime. And that makes me wonder, why are you really doing all this uh, when you're, you're not really willing to, to um, you know, basically hold people accountable for their actions? I'm all for that, right? Let's hold people accountable. You won't have to need to spend so much money on these cameras. So, you know, again, it's a tax issue. It's all, uh, you know, it's a privacy issue. And then, of course, it's a safety issue. And so I'm conflicted, and I'm, I'm assuming you are as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Hopefully, um, let's be positive and proactive on it um, and try and find a solution to get a good balance for society, to, to handle the needs of society um, without taking away people's privacy. So hopefully this got you thinking. Definitely keep your eyes open and peeled as you're driving down the road and check out if you see these flock cameras around by you. Um, there is actually a map for uh, at least for my area that shows where all of these are located. So you can actually look and see where they are. You can go uh, play Where's Waldo and find them if you like. But uh, hopefully this opened your eyes a little bit uh, to the monitoring that's going on and the potential not only for high-powered cameras but AI and uh, the like with it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you found this super informative and uh, keep your eyes open and peeled at all times. 
Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.